I, I forget what this podcast is called. <laughs> Offside it's thoughts. It's called Offside oh, yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Round two. Let's try that again. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Parker Flamingo Presents Offside Thoughts. My name's Andrew. We got Bartel and Zach here. Boys, I know Zach, you have stories, so go ahead. <laughs> well, first off, I'm not wearing any pants. I'm laying nice. in bed right now. I'm ready to ready Did. to sleep after this. Ditto. Yeah, nice. Nice. That's the only way to do it. Most comfortable. Um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm in Grand Prairie this week, again on the road for work. That's why I'm punctual and being able to be here again this week but uh yeah today had my whole bank account attempted to be taken over what was successfully taken over actually i wake up at 4 30 and i had a string of emails from my bank at between what was it 145 to 350 a.m of all these different changes to my account and then so i've been dealing with that all day had to leave work early just to get into a branch to prove i am who i say i am and it's a whole nightmare. I'm still still dealing with that, so I'm not in the greatest mood tonight. But well, that's fine. You know, it, you guys will lift me up a little bit. And Bartel then, can hold the comedy value this evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He can come up with the one-liners. But uh, yeah, no, it's going all right. I work here until Friday, so I've got a couple more days here, and then I'm I'm on the road back home, which I'm excited about, and probably just going to be dealing with with all this stuff with the the bank and you know seeing the family actually i've got family coming into town this week from bc so i'm pretty excited nice. about that yeah that's good coming into like red deer yeah yeah they're gonna come in uh staying with us staying in hotels there's gonna be a few people over so it'll be it'll be nice it'll be relaxing wow a bunch of people yeah nice that's exciting yeah, bartel what you got yeah, um oh uh, not not too much uh i went capping last weekend got uh a little burnt um i guess i got into a fight (laughs) no 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 fights (laughs) we got uh was out we're floating out uh green lake at 70 miles uh it was it was beautiful oh Um, just there oh man Uh, the water was so warm and like i don't know it was crystal crystal you you can see the bottom is green like Mm -hmm. obviously it uh it fits the name um but you can see the bottom of of, like where we were floating at least i don't know we didn't go too too far out but um yeah then uh spent a little too much time out there got burnt and been dealing with that it's uh it's pretty nasty so but other than that nothing nothing too crazy how about you Brown? ah work 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 yeah uh, i went to cascade falls on sunday that was pretty awesome water's so cold though um what else do we do going to bowen island next weekend so that's gonna be a blast I've never been out there before. Is it me? Yeah, it was you. It's always you, Bartel. <laughs> it's not always me. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. What, did you freeze? He froze. Yeah, yeah, I froze. Sorry, it was cutting out for me. That's my bad. Thanks a lot, Bartel. That was my great story for today. 
Bowen oh, Island. Yeah, yeah. Bowen Bowen Island. Island. Yeah. yeah, so never been out that way. Um, got a friend who's got a cabin out there, so he's going to host us for the day. We're going to take, I think it's like a 20-minute ferry, so should be a nice day. We're going to bring the paddle boards. Um, other than that, I don't really have much news. We started fantasy football. Zach, you're behind the ball on all our fantasy leagues. Oh, do I, when does it start? Like, when's the draft? 28th 30th, 30th oh, is okay. it i'll it's join 28th in to sunday 28th okay yeah it's, yeah it's a week earlier than i'd like to draft sorry boys i'm going away uh the next week so uh, it's pretty early kind of so, like it's one week early yeah but that's one week of preseason it's it's in fantasy football at least it kind of sucks in case you when you guys get injured but uh during, it's during only, preseason it's, you mean yeah yeah Right. That, um, that happened but, last year in one of my fantasy hockey leagues. Somebody drafted Cooch overall at third, and then Kucherov got injured. <laughs> they were out. He was out all season, right? It was horrible. I mean, I felt bad, but I didn't. But, you know. It sucks what happens to you, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just draft guys that aren't going to see the field in the last day of preseason. There you go. Good for, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> how you should, that's how you should spend your uh, your drafting. I was making sure you guys don't play in preseason. Yeah, exactly. Any of our guys playing that league, that's a uh, solid advice. You should probably take it. <laughs> Braun will scoop up all the starters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, we were talking about doing a, um, a like a lottery draft. Uh, on the podcast we can do that next week if you want but nerd's got to pay up then yeah no we have uh we have enough players now so we could do that live on the on the stream next week as long as we do it next week it gives us enough time to yeah. uh organize our team and do some mock drafts and stuff but yeah i'm, I'm completely down with that and then uh yeah go from there Heck, I yeah, know yeah. nothing about it, so I'm auto drafting. Just to let you guys know. Ah, don't oh, do that. No, no. So, I, so, I literally know nothing about football. Yeah, Man. but we know we have people that never played before last year that did pretty well. Like Kurt, never doesn't watch football, doesn't know anything. But you you know fantasy. You just need to ask some questions, do a little research. You're a smart guy, man. You'll figure it out pretty and quick. Fantasy. I'll help you out. Like, fantasy. if you have any questions, just ask me. I did with Braun, too, right? Like, Braun was brand new last week year or two, yeah. and he was top three as well. Or Yeah, yeah. Well, I, for a period, and then I went on a losing streak. Didn't you, you finish think? top three, though? No. No, oh. I, didn't, I didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, shit. My bad. Mm-hmm. I know. No, that, that sounds good. I mean, as long as it, it can line up. And if I have access to my bank account again to actually transfer you money, then I will. Otherwise, you might have to wait on the funds for it. I'll, I'll, I'll spot you, Zach. <laughs> Perfect. You might have to. Otherwise, I'll break your knees. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> I'll take the disability. Exactly. No, honestly, Zach, like fantasy football is the easiest fantasy sport to like learn because there's so much like articles, data, like it's just huge, obviously, you know, in in the States, obviously it's the biggest sport, right? So obviously fantasy football is just mad for all that stuff. Um, Yeah, I found it really easy to do our research. Julie and I did it last year. We were in Portugal and we did our research like on the beach and drafted from the beach is unreal. Nice. I remember those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And she actually, like, she's from Ireland, man. And she, she drafted, like, she had the best draft in the league. Yeah. She, she had the highest rank. Coming she did. Out. Yeah. She didn't yeah. finish top, but 
Um, she, it was a learning experience for her too. This year, she's expected she's she's fierce, fierce competitor. So she's expecting to come out just flailing. I uh, I have high expectations for her. So I I, yeah. I, I think I, I hope as as long as she doesn't get stuck on on players, then I uh, I think she can do well. I said to her, I was like, I was like, Julie, you should you should like say something in the chat, chirp somebody. And she she read it back to me. She's like, she's like, that would be such a cheap hooker and some stepped on shit for $20. I'll do it, but don't tell my wife. She's like, I don't really have much to contribute here, Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's oh. fair. Just getting a little bit like, used to it. Yeah, yeah, she's got a bit of work to do, but that, that's fine. It'll come. I was, uh, did you guys know that, that speaking of wild uh, online sports, did you know that there is an Excel spreadsheet um, sports league? Go on. What is that? What, what? I shit you not. You guys should look it up. Like some of these quotes, I've been watching like highlights for the past, I don't know, 20 minutes before. Like I, when I was supposed to be doing uh, research for this podcast, I went down a wormhole for Excel spreadsheets, like championships. And it's just so funny. Like one of the quotes for like what the commentator is saying, like talking about how somebody's doing really well. He says, uh, what is this? The contestants that clean their metal first, they wind up with the good knives in the end. And the ones that don't, they get up ahead of time and then they wind with a cracked blade or something. This is like the professional analysis. You have to look it up. Like it's it's the, it's the most what? entertaining like ESPN Ocho thing I've ever seen in my life. You guys send me that link then. I will send you this link. Actually, I'll send both of you this link. It's great. Yeah, but, throw it in uh, the group chat. Yeah. I want to anyway, see what you're talking about. I got to figure this out. Yeah. I'm a little confused. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. You, you'll be like, what the hell is this world coming to? But I would definitely watch this if it was live. That's so funny. <laughs> so uh, so what are we talking about today, sports-wise? Uh, uh, fantasy well, football. You guys, <laughs> is that conversation yeah, over? Fantasy football. I love it. <laughs> we have uh, breaking news that just happened. What's that? Max Pacioretty is out for six months. Uh, how'd that happen? Uh, I'm not too sure. I just saw the headline just before we <laughs> got on here. I Actually, Gordo yelled at, at yelled at me before I got online. He's like, Max, Max is out for uh, for six months. So I think it was his Achilles tendon. Oh no, that sh- that just sounds so nasty to me, man. Like, I get, yeah. I get like, there's not much injuries that like give me the like the squeams, but that one just oh man. So did he injure it, injure it, or did Vegas break his ankles after he blew up their locker room on his way out? Because that's a possibility. Yeah, where did it happen in Vegas or Carolina? We got to figure this out. Yeah, exactly. But I, I found those comments to be pretty interesting coming out of Vegas. Did you guys read those? No. I don't have it exactly up in front of me, but the gist of it is basically that there's no accountability in Vegas that um, – like he he specifically referenced the fans and the pressure from the fan base from the media and how if they weren't playing well like you would you would hear about it you would know it like you were accountable to the fans you were accountable to the gm to the coach to everybody in the organization and apparently that just doesn't exist in vegas at all there's just no pressure no i i forget the exact words he said you guys could probably pull it up my internet is pretty slow here but uh, he was, yeah, he was basically just talking about how there is no accountability in Vegas. It's just kind of viewed more as a party than anything else. And I thought they were pretty interesting comments because, you know, a lot of the time you hear, 
the opposite coming out of guys who leave Canadian markets. Like a lot of them will say good things about the Canadian markets, but then as soon as they're out, they kind of say, oh, you know, like it's a pressure cooker. Like it's tough. Like they're on you about everything. You can't go anywhere without getting recognized. But I found that was pretty interesting to come from Max Pacioretty because he obviously, and as the captain of the Canadians when he was there, like he took the brunt of that, uh, that uh, abuse and, and everything from, from the media and the fans. And for him to say that, you know, he actually misses a bit of that accountability. I thought was interesting. I, I don't think I've heard too many players recently say that obviously guys will talk about how it's a bonus to go to Canada and you like to have a passionate fan base, but then it seems like a lot of them on the way out, they kind of sour to it, but for him kind of look back fondly on that and just reflect that, that that doesn't exist in Vegas. I think that's, that's interesting. And obviously, you know, Vegas, there's been a lot of stuff talked about Vegas recently, just in the way they have zero player loyal loyalty. They, you know, they haven't really built a core. Like, I mean, I, I would say at this point, they're, I don't know, their most key cog as far as their core goes, is like Riley Smith, you know, like somebody who's been there from the beginning, he does seem committed. They seem committed to him, but at the same time, like who knows the, you know, there could be a shift in the winds and all of a sudden he's getting shipped out for a bag of hammers and a few hockey pucks. Like it just, it, it seems crazy to me with what they've done, how they've built that team and then just dumped it off. And uh, I just thought those quotes were pretty interesting coming from patch ready and especially contrasting the two cities and just the, the pressure levels there. Um, it doesn't surprise me. Like, honestly, I knew something was wrong in Vegas. The place is a revolving door for talent. Like yeah. people were in and out of there, like nothing. And I, like you knew something behind the scenes was wrong. I didn't know what it was. Uh, obviously that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. <laughs> what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'd be interesting to, interesting to see how they do. Cause I mean, it wasn't what their first year in the, in the NHL and they made it to the Stanley cup final they did you know and it's been like a slow decline ever since yeah do you know what i mean they stabbed a lot of backs or a lot of teams in the back and made a made a lot of enemies to get there though like that almost go ahead no no sorry i was gonna say i i totally agree with you like as far as how they they did that expansion draft and i mean also i think it was a lot of naive gms around the league who yeah kind of overvalued what happened but i think I think like since then they've just been shooting themselves in the foot. Like, I mean, nobody fleeced Pacioretty from them. Like they, it was a cap dump, like, and they've been doing that over and over. Like, it's just wild to me to see the, I don't know, kind of the, the trajectory that that team's on now. I remember like last year when Jack Eichel signed, there was like, Oh my God, like they've got a huge superstar. Their first line is going to be out of this world, which in fairness, it probably will be this year. You know, when you've got, Jack Eichel on the top line with, I don't even know who they have him paired up with right now, but you know, I mean, I would imagine Mark Stone's up there and whoever else is on the other wing, but that's going to be a hell of a line. And Carlson on the second line with Smith and, you know, they, they, they have a good team. It just seems like, I don't know. Like I, I could spend a whole, like a whole episode talking about Vegas because I find that situation <laughs> fascinating, but anyway. Yeah. I'd love to do more research on it. Maybe we will have a, an episode on Vegas, how they suck. Well, it's just it's <laughs> crazy what they've done. And like, 
I just feel like in so many positions, they've just gotten worse, like, and giving away the face of the franchise and flurry to the Hawks. And yeah. I don't know, like to me, there's just, there's so much with that team that just seems to be mismanaged. And I, I don't know, like, I, I mean, I hope they crash and burn, but that's just, you know, I'm not a big fan of a brand new team winning the cup before the Canucks do. And, you know, they've been, in, <laughs> they've been in the years of the league for like 52 years. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's getting old. Um, yeah, it is getting old, isn't it? I was just talking about this last night with a buddy of mine. Where were you in 2011? Yeah. Well, I remember that very well. Yeah. well I know where I was. <laughs> where were you, yeah. Bartel? Uh, I was downtown. And me too. Game me seven? Too. Yeah. Game seven, Tell, yeah. How many cars did you flip over? Be honest. <laughs> it's over now. They're not looking for I, you anymore. I, statute I, I of limitations I cannot, con- I cannot confirm or deny that statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah how many fights did you get in oh that's a zero really zero fights that i amazing I, that was no reason for me to fight i, I <laughs> the Canucks just lost the stanley cup <laughs> yeah my wife just beat people up for, for like i there's nothing personally done to me you know what i mean like i'm not i just don't go around beat people up just for the hell beat people up. i'm not that big of an asshole <laughs> was i the only one who was crying then because i took it personal <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. Oh, it was horrible. I, I just remember being downtown and we, we, we almost overstayed our welcome and we couldn't get out. I was just, we, yeah. we tried, like, they shut down all the, the sky trains. They basically put, uh, I don't know how long, how, I honestly don't know how big it was, but at least a couple blocks by a block or so of uh, SWAT or whatever you want to call them, EM, EMTs or EMTs or whatever there. Um, not let us go anywhere so we were we were stuck down there for a, a good three or four hours before everything kind of calmed down yeah it was yeah nuts. yeah we, we tried to take refuge in a white spot and that was a bad idea because we should, i was just like I was like let's go have dinner things will blow over but it just got worse <laughs> it just kept escalating <laughs> yeah at the, the time we I'm, i'll never forget like the general manager so uh, I don't remember which one it is, but there's this huge glass window looking at the street, right? And we're at the back of the restaurant on the other side of the glass. Next is this the see, white spot? Yeah. We see all the cooks like come out of the kitchen and stand like at the glass, just like jaw drop looking outside. And so everyone goes up to the glass and we just see this like stampede of people going this way. And then we just see these things flying in the air, and poof, turning into smoke. Man. And people just start running the other direction. I was I... like, yeah, man. I guarantee you, I was probably 30 seconds away from you at that point because we were, we, this whole episode is going to turn into where were you 2011, <laughs> but we were staying at a buddy's house. Uh, he was in a big high rise down there. We were all just watching the game up there. We shut the game off with about 40 seconds left because I didn't want to see Charles and the Bruins lift the cup. Mm. So we shut the, shut the game off, shut the TV off, weren't paying attention at all. And we were, I don't know, probably 30 stories up. And, uh, so we couldn't hear much. And then, uh, Anyway, about 45 minutes go by. We haven't watched the news. We have no idea that anything's going on. We're about 15 minutes outside the downtown core. And we end up walking back. But I distinctly remember we were cutting through the alleyways when we started to realize how chaotic it was. And I was standing at the edge of the alleyway. And all of a sudden, this whole stampede of people come by. And these grenades, like the tear gas grenades, land right in front of us. And I remember throwing my shirt up over my face and running across the street to try to get to the other alleyway because we were trying to cut through the, the alleyways to get to the uh, 
the SkyTrain, and then we ran into the same thing Steve said. They had the whole downtown course shut down. But I, I must have been 30 seconds away from you because I saw that whole stampede of people run by with all the tear gas grenades, and we ran right through the the, the tear gas. Yeah, crazy. I, I remember the, the general manager like said, okay, guys, like we're going to lock the doors. He's like, service is shut down. He's like, you can stay here or you can leave, but we're locking the doors. If you leave, you can't get back in. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, that's that. He's like, well, you're welcome to stay. Yeah. Uh, we, we chose to leave. Um, it was crazy, man. It was like, I, I don't remember how we heard. Maybe it was just word on the street. I don't remember, but you know, everyone started funneling towards waterfront because that was the only sky train that was open. Um, every other one was shut down. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was just like a, it was like, like literally like herding cattle and, uh, just like the chaos going on around you people getting in fights people i remember one guy running on top of the outhouses and some other guy body checking like the outhouse the guy's supposed to step on and he does this front flip off of it oh, man well while I think there's i saw that while there's cars blowing up in the background like it was just like an action movie it, it was, was chaos insane. it was chaos i can look back on it and smile and laugh but holy uh, what, a, what a hell the, of a night the, uh, yeah it was it was pure anarchy man like i just remember walking down the streets you would just see it the weirdest thing like somebody come by grab a a trash can or something throw it through a window but as soon as that window (laughs) broke everyone would steal shit you know i mean like nobody touched it until that one person threw a trash can then everyone stormed that store and just ripped it off and then you see people running out with handfuls and i remember like parkades and you hear explosions every you know three or four minutes would be bang that car's getting blown up, right? And then someone else is blowing up another car. And it, it was pure chaos. It was it, it was once in a lifetime experience. So I will never ever be in that type of state of mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like that have, mob mentality. It's crazy. The pure anarchy, man. Like nobody's gonna do you can do whatever you want, nobody's gonna do anything about it. It was crazy you know until, I mean? like, until you, all that security footage came out and they started picking people <laughs> one by one. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I remember our work, our work came in and said, if anyone was caught doing anything, they're getting fired. But also you kind of look around the room and see who's packing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing a few of the, uh, few of the people that were like caught specifically at those, whatever those high end purse stores. And I'm like, I recognize that loser from high school. Like he's in there with like two armfuls of Prada bags. Like, <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, it's the best. I, like I remember going to those photos with a fine tooth comb and just cracking up. I, I remember, what was it? There's like a, a high-end water, water polo player or something that lost his uh, lost oh, scholarship yes. and stuff like that. There's a, there's a few younger kids that, that went out, I guess, and, and kind of lost, screwed up their, their future. Um, so, um, but, but then we also got the photo from the riots that yeah. that couple that was kissing on the middle of the street with the background full of riot police. That that's one of the best photos I've ever seen. It is Dude, so cool. That is epic. What an epic it, photo! It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. If that's like if that was you as like a couple, like you have to get that thing blown up, framed, and it's like sitting in your living room. Like that was 100%. us, and you and you have to stay together now because yeah, they, they, they've definitely broken up. Since then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they both have that picture hanging out with their new couple too. Like <laughs> yeah, they both got new jealous boyfriends and girlfriends looking at this photo every day. Yeah, no um, yeah, that was my, that was that was wild. And I, I just last my last thing on this too is I just remember being on the SkyTram and like 
looking back at the city and all you could see it was just like pillars of smoke just coming up from all over the place from cars and tires and over a hockey game unreal <laughs> over a hockey game yeah. oh, man. i mean i honestly i think that had i think 94 had a lot to play into that you know what i mean like i feel like people are like well they did 94 well, if we lose we'll just ride too you know what i mean almost like a kind of like a joke until until we lost and someone put that into action and then everyone else kind of mob mentality jump on you know what i mean like eh. oh, i can they, see they how people can get sucked into that like, you know what I, just, you know what i loved uh, i loved it's just hilarious how it, like as vancouverites we couldn't take responsibility for it you oh, know, yeah. it was like it's like oh well i heard a bunch of people from alberta came over this yeah. way yeah seattle people came up they were gonna yes yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was wild like uh yeah i don't know I, I i still think back to that night though it was pretty it was pretty insane you're right though bartell about the energy in the city like it was chaotic I've mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like that. Ever want to again? And I, but just contrasting that even with the the Olympics in 2010, like yeah, no, what just a do difference! That. Yeah. Oh, I, we might as positivity. well just spend this did we all go reminiscing? Did we all go downtown uh-huh. 2010 too? It's amazing how oh, it was just one year apart. To to that oh, white yeah. spot, man. That's where I. You guys remember after that first weekend, and they cut liquor sales off at like two o'clock, and you can't oh, buy. I do. You couldn't buy liquor in any of the liquor stores after 2 p.m. So we went to this, the white spot because it's like the only place you get into and just got loaded at the white spot and like went around town. And uh, I, yeah, it was, I was, I remember they put in that liquor band the first weekend of 2020. I don't think even the hockey was, was on yet. I don't think it That's was a little crazy. bit later. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say too, back to one thing you said about the people that were instigating the riots in 20, or 2011. I remember we were, uh, having some like pre-game drinks it was probably like 2 p.m and the game was like at 7 or whatever and it was 2 p.m we were at cafe crepe right on granville and i remember seeing like this group of probably eight to ten guys with balaclavas on and black shirts that just said screen printed it was like i'm just here for the riots so you're absolutely right because i remember really? i remember there was some group i think they called themselves the black block they were some some political group anyway but i remember that they took a lot of credit for that and i like i saw a group of eight to ten of them walking by that like you could tell those guys were there just to instigate something so mm-hmm. i definitely think it's true and then i think a lot of people just got swept up into the the mayhem that followed but but yeah 2010 what a stark difference in feeling like i remember i was at we got downtown at 7 a.m trying to find a bar so because i think the, for game the gold was medal at, game yeah i think the game was at 11 or one o'clock it was early it was an early it was game. it was after the bronze so i think it was one or one or two or something it was, it was early it afternoon. was the it was the day after the bronze though it probably was started it? at four no it wasn't that late i i remember because it was still light out i was in surrey i think it ended at like three yeah yeah because that makes sense like if it started around 11 and then went into ot like yeah, I, I for some reason i remember an ele- anyway it was it was earlier maybe in the day. right 
we got downtown at like six to 7 a.m. We rolled off the sky train. I was there with my whole hockey team and a bunch of guys from fourth year electrical because I was in school at that time. So all of us had done like third and fourth back to back. We were broke as shit. We were all just, you know, living off of EI and I was working, I was working road maintenance at nights just to try to float myself through school. So I was, I was running that truck on the side of the road with like the flashers guiding traffic. And I got, I was supposed to work at uh, 8am on the game day. And I, I phoned in at 745 and I said, I'm not coming. And they were like, what? You're fired. I'm like, I quit. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not coming in. I'm watching this game. So anyway, we were downtown. Did you actually we lose went... your job? Yes. Mind you, it was just, it was a temporary one that it was just until I was done school. I think I had three weeks left of school, so I didn't care. But, um, but anyway, we were walking around downtown. I remember all these places went into, and again, we were broke students and uh, they were charging either 50 bucks a head or 300 bucks a table just to sit inside. Right. Yeah. And so all of us were like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We just kept walking. All of us were like hillbillies from Langley and Aldergrove. Had no idea where we, where we were downtown. And we ended up at this one bar and we're like all of our heads down. We're like, all right, like how much is the cover charge? They're like, no, it's free. It's free. You guys just come in and, and drink, but there's no cover charge. So we were like, sweet. We're all waiting at the front door. We go inside. They open the doors at about 8 a.m. And we, we didn't realize it. We were on Davie Street. And there's like all the rainbow flags and everything inside. And it was, it was the best day of my life. I swear to God, like we never, I've never had drinks bought for me in that quantity before. Like this group of guys at a table and we're getting like pitchers of beer slammed over us. We're like, we didn't order this. Like, no, those guys did over there. We're like, thank you. Like just waving uh, and like having a hell of a time. There was the best day of my life. Yeah. We spent thing. it in a, in did, a gay, did, gay bar. Good thing you didn't have that map. Uh-huh. <laughs> did he you slip him a nipple? Oh jeez! Go ahead, for it. You go, Ron. We're both trying to like throw in a little like <laughs> shot at Zach here. Take you your go, shots, you boys. I, no, I no. spent the gold medal game at a story. gay bar. I, I love that it. story. I was gonna say it's a good thing you didn't have that mustache. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Mind you, in 2010, 12 years ago, there's no way I could have grown this thing. Yeah, fair enough. No, that's uh, that's awesome. There's that sounds like you. a good time. Yeah, it was the best. We um, saw Cabby and Bob McKenzie that day too. Nice. Yeah, I met Timu on the street. Yep. Yeah. You met who, Bron? Timu. Timu oh, that's that way trumps my guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. He was like, he was asking like a security guard where the Finnish uh, house is because you know how like everyone had like a, a like a beer garden. Yep. Like every country. Yep. Um. So yeah, he was looking for it, and I ran into him. Got a photo with him too. I don't know where that photo is, but. I, Honestly, I was so lit up. Like, it was an <laughs> embarrassing make it photo. Awkward as shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did this like dance. I was jumping up and down. Like, it's Timu. It's Timu. It's Timu. It's Timu. <laughs> just, <laughs> just full retard. I did the same uh, thing with Cabby. I've got a picture with Cabby where I am blitzed. My eyes are half open. I've got like my hand waving like this. Like, it's just, it's horrific. It's somewhere though. Yeah. So you gotta post that on the Instagram there, Zach. I'll have to find it. I'm sure I can dig through and find it. There you go. All right. Um, great. That was uh, unplanned reminiscing. I love it. Although we don't have anything planned for this pod, so that's perfect. Right, <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> um, so I do want to talk about something today, though. Uh, something I'm a little disappointed in. Now we're going to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear the viewers' thoughts. Um, it's a touchy subject, but we're going to talk about world, the world juniors. Okay. That's the, that's the headline. They started today. Okay. 
Now, typically I'm like, okay, like I hit the schedule. I'm like, this is wicked. We got to like world juniors, go, 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 go. Right. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie to you. I am a bit disappointed thus far because I looked at the schedule and there is no real competitive game until August 16th. Who's that against? Oh, sorry. 14th. 14th is like the U S and Sweden, Canada and Finland. Um, that's on the 15th, but before that, like today's matchups, like USA, Germany, it's already four, nothing in the second, like give me a break. Finland versus Latvia, six, one final Czech Republic, Slovakia. Okay. That was probably all right. Five, four finish, but two mediocre teams going at it. You know what though? Those two, they seem to have some wars. Like I, I like watching the Czech team in any national event. I don't know why they're just, they're one of those plucky teams. It's like the Swiss for whatever reason, the Swiss give Canada headaches at every tournament we're in. Yeah. We'll talk about that after. Let me, let me finish up my my sobs, my sob story first. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, so tomorrow we've got Sweden, Switzerland, like, come on, Canada, Latvia. Yeah. Right. Not going to waste my time. Germany, Austria, like again, Finland, Czech Republic. Okay, that could be all right. Like you say, Zach, Czech is good to watch. Um, maybe I will tune into that one. Slovakia, Canada, give me a break. USA, Switzerland, unreal. Sweden, Austria, Slovakia, Latvia, USA, Austria, Canada, Czech. Okay, I'll tune into that on the 13th, but still wipe the floor with them. Mm-hmm. Germany, Switzerland. Like it just goes on, boys, until you get to the 14th, and then you finally get your USA, Sweden, and your Canada, Finland. And you know why this is? Did you notice who I didn't name at all? Russia. Yeah. Russia. There's no team Russia. So just that alone, right? You take out Latvia and now you've got some wicked games going on over the next three days. Yeah. So I get it. It's a political statement, but I'm selfish. Kind of like hockey. I'm disappointed. Yeah, you go ahead, Bartel. I'm sure you have, I'm sure you have something inappropriate to say about Russia. I did. I did a last last episode. You can do it this time. Um, well, I I I am like a quarter Russian, so. Um, I had to, man, I had to anyway. bite my tongue yesterday. My landlord, I was telling him, and then I forgot he's like Ukrainian. His dad's Ukrainian. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was um, Why aren't the Russians in the tournament? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah you're getting your eviction notice there bro yeah that's right um you you're you're right though man like taking out taking out russia just weakens that whole division and you know it takes away that that rivalry rivalry that we usually have with them um having obviously their, their skill set is uh, I know it's it's disappointing. I guess it's, but obviously, like you like you said, I understand why it's going on. But as as a hockey fan, it's it's almost lackluster. Um, you're right. Like why we don't have to even watch for the next six seven days before we you know we make a game that we might be close to, right? Um, I guess what I like to take out of this is I'm gonna watch a little bit of Finland. I'm gonna watch a little bit of U.S. Um, I'm probably gonna watch a little bit of Sweden and just kind of check out our our young prospects and see see how it goes that way. 
um, until there might be a, an exciting game to, to watch. That's a good point. I mean, for me, uh, like, I mean, let alone the fact that Russia isn't in the, the tournament. And you're right, like, Russia makes for some exciting games. And that does kind of, from a selfish fan perspective, that does really suck that they're on another end. But to me, it's also, it's that it's in the middle of summer. I don't know what it is. Like, the World Juniors have to be right around New Year's. Like, we have the New Year's Eve Canada-US game, right? Like, every year, it's right around there, give a day or two. And it's just, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't get fired up for this tournament the same way. Like world juniors hockey is some of the best hockey ever. Like I watch, I pay way more attention to the juniors every other year than I do even to the NHL hockey. Like I watch a higher percentage of the world junior championships than I do of the NHL season, obviously. And it's, but it's fascinating hockey. It's the best hockey there is. And this year, just the fact that it's in the summer, let alone Russia not being there or anything else. Like it, it just feels like a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. You know I what that. I mean? I get like, that. I wonder what the ice surface is like. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, where's this one being held anyway? Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton, Edmonton and Red Deer. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not no, even so, in Red Deer right now. Uh, no, is it Red Deer? It yeah, was, it, it, it was yeah. over Christmas. <laughs> and I think they're just replaying the the tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, they, they'll still play, they'll still play this Christmas too. Yeah, yeah, they'll play the one coming up. Yeah, for sure. It's just replaying the old one. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if you guys noticed or, or watched. I only caught the beginning, the first ten minutes of the USA Germany game, um, before we started to record this podcast. There was nobody in the stands, like nobody. I mean, that's now, another thing with it being summer. It's like people are think, gone. Well, here, here's uh, we kind of we talked about this last weekend. I don't want to get too too depressing, but do you think it has anything to do with Hockey Canada? No, mm, no. I think I think if if we're gonna gauge Hockey Canada, it would be at a Canada game because I bet you the Canada games are still gonna be so mayhem. Well. Yeah, I yeah. think so. To be honest, 100%. I, yeah, like so, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think so. I think that the Canada games are still gonna be a packed house it's going to be bananas in there i don't know i'd be curious because i don't i don't usually watch the games unless it's you know like like what uh what braun was saying there with some of the big names you know finland sweden again i like watching czech republic but i'm not going to sit there and watch a germany game usually even if canada's there like i'm i'll catch the highlights later you just it's a foregone conclusion but i yeah so i don't know i don't watch much of like the low the lower or lesser teams playing against each other but i imagine it's always been a bit of a a dead arena with well, those teams so, in Canada. So here, here's my my uh, contrast to that. I I went when the World Juniors were in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with a, a couple of buddies. We went to the USA. I think it was USA Russia. Um, obviously a little bit bigger name, but it was it was packed. It was a fat, like packed house. We went. Um, me and my my roommate now. Um, we had Tyler Madden, Quinn Hughes, because they're both playing on on Team USA at the time. Um, which was pretty cool. So we had like Canuck jerseys with their name on the back, uh, but it it was packed. Uh, I mean, did you and, go to one game being, or did you buy a package? No, we just had the. Well, I think uh, Gord's mom got tickets or something like that, and somehow passed them down to us. Um, they were free, uh, but yeah, they were, they were we had pretty good seats. I think we we're like maybe ten rows back, just about one of the blue line, something around there. It was, it was an awesome experience. I highly, highly recommend it to anyone to go to a World Juniors game. But um, like I said, it wasn't Canada or anything, and it was it was packed. We we got the whole package, a friend and I, and 
I'll tell you something, man. I've, I don't know if I do it again. Like this experience was incredible. The games are amazing, but I've never felt like such nerves in my life. Like my, when Canada was losing, you know, in the third period, like I'm on the edge of my seat, my muscles are tense. My stomach's in my throat. Like I felt like vomiting every time there was a shot on net. I was just like, white knuckling it oh, like, that's, that's also what you pay for uh, though man that's, that's i know that's that's the experience of hockey that's that's pure uh, joy to me like uh, like yes it sucks but that's what hockey is that's what pulls it out of you right like you feel alive you feel like you're there it's uh i remember like the crosby golden goal like everyone in the bar it doesn't matter where background you were where you're from everyone loved each other man that was the greatest thing we all everyone came together for that right and that's what i love about the sport i i don't know i i disagree with you i tell that's the most progressive thing i've ever heard you say (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's right and 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 i agree i think that's why that's why a lot of the times like if you're if you're an in-person spectator of a sport you kind of instantly fall in love with it especially if it's one of those classics like it i mean it doesn't even have to be a classic if you watch a game in person and you get that uh that atmosphere and that kind of gets into your bones per se not to sound too romantic about it but if it does like you're you're hooked man like it's uh it's a great feeling and i yeah i know exactly but with uh with any time like canada gets a shot on goal or sorry gets a shot against and they're like lately for the past 10 years like with the canadian goaltenders you're always like (gasps) yeah (laughs) any of these could go in (laughs) we haven't been uh producing the best goalies kind of since carrie price it's true yeah. yeah but no obviously like i mean obviously it was yeah. real um kind of lost right so that's why it might be it's... a bit of a stain in my mouth still yeah um but uh yeah anyways it, you know obviously if we won gold i would have been like oh that table tears is every... in my is the best experience ever a hundred percent no yeah. i totally understand and and we, we we all know that you know you think that way it's just um yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like you would understand too. I like almost going to. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but if I went to England or you know, I mean, you're you're hearing the teams chant and or the fans chant and all that stuff. It's it's a whole experience, right? And even though I may not know any of the players on the on the pitch, um, you can still enjoy yourself, right? But you knew the word pitch. You're already farther ahead than I am. <laughs> I, I played soccer for till I was like 13 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boys, it really I actually sucks. went to a Man U game when I was like 10 years old. Oh, nice. When we went over to England. Yeah. That's nice. Cool. I was just going to say, like, we, I was like literally about to say we should get together and go to a game. But you guys suck. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to well, be back in, I'm going to be back in the lower mainland. Like, it's not like I can never travel there again. Yeah, just come come by for a white caps game, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, man, if it was like a weekend or like get like a, a CFL game, a white caps game in, maybe a Canucks game or something. I don't think they all con- I think they are. They do well, at some point like I'll wear something out and crash like sports weekend. I'm done. Go to a Lions game. You guys uh pick a date, I'll be there. All right, yeah. When, you have to show up. Yeah. <laughs> We're the ones coming out down. But uh yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Hopefully we can uh we can get something going. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that'd be exciting. I'd love it. Um, or even Canucks, like sometime during the season. Canucks yeah. would be wicked. A hundred percent. I remember when Barker actually uh, took us. Uh, you're supposed to come wrong. I was supposed I to. Get, and I had to work late. You, yeah. Yeah, you got you got caught the last up. minute. Yeah. And then uh, that was it. Was just an awesome experience being able to to be back in the arena and and even though they weren't the best seats, but it's still 
you know, it's hockey, right? And I don't know. It's I've, it's always been a joy of mine going uh, in into. I still think of it as GM Place, but it's obviously Rogers Arena. But uh, the garage and I don't know some of the good times. My first game was against Calgary when in like '95 or '90 something like that. So '94, '95. I remember seeing Bure, and it was just uh, I've, I was hooked ever since. Yeah, I know that I went to a couple games at the Coliseum. I don't remember that them that well, but the first game that I really remember was like we always got, and this is in the Jacques Lemaire era, was we went to watch the Wild was my first game. And all it was was clutch and grab, trap down the middle. Like it was probably the most boring hockey game ever if you just watch it on TV. But I, yeah, I remember you fall in love with it. Like it's so exciting being at a hockey game. Yeah, it's true. Just the atmosphere. Yeah. The atmosphere is unreal. I've been to a Lions game in a long time. I'd love to get back into there. Um, They're playing even... absolutely amazing too. I don't know if you guys yeah. are falling at all, but uh, the BC Lions, uh, I think they lost one game and, and Nathan Rourke, I believe broke a record in week one and he just rebroke his record again last week for like 500 yards passing or something like that. Like they're, they're just playing absolutely insane. Um, so Definitely, if you guys get out and get catch a Lions game, it's worth it. I know their uh, their new owner has been uh, taking hits on prices, so he's been dropping down concession prices and hot dog prices and all that stuff is a lot cheaper. He's he's taking a lot of that brunt. Uh, tickets are dropping down to reasonable prices, so if you want to keep that and, and support local pro sports teams, uh, definitely go check out some some CFL football. It's uh it's it's exciting football. <laughs> I, nice. I'm maybe a little bit biased, but no, I, I, I have honor. I really want to go. Um, I just got so much vacation coming up right now, and I don't, can't afford to go to a Lions game. <laughs> I'll go <laughs> soon, though. I will go soon. Be better. Maybe I want to see some pictures. Maybe you'll see me on TV one of these uh, days this winter, freezing my balls off out at either the Stampede, Stampeders, or the Eskimos. Or what are yeah. they called now? <laughs> what are they called? Uh, now? The Elks. 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 Yeah, either yeah. the Elks. I, I the call them Eskimos too. It's, yeah, the, in my head, that's just what they are. But oh, yeah. it's the same logo. It's you know, with the little like antlers. I saw this hilarious. Uh, it was like all the NHL logos, and it said like uh, I made my friend guess the names of the teams, you know, just by their logo. Oh, the NHL one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> it's so funny. They got some right. Like if it's real, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's not. If yeah. it is or not. But anyways. You know, some were funny, and then it got to the Blackhawks logo, and it's like I'm not guessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Things like Washington was like the All Stars, they called it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Minnesota Wilds. It was like, what? The yeah, fuck what is the this? hell is this? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, okay, boys. Well, Zach, you are, uh, you have a early morning, you said, so we can't be up all night. I do. Yeah. I might make some popcorn and throw on a movie. I made a nice, uh, bacon wrapped scallop Alfredo with a fresh Alfredo sauce today. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Whipping cream, garlic, onion, lemon, wine. Boom. I ate a meatball. Unreal. <laughs> I had stir fry. Nice. Stir fry is my go-to Bartel. It's like I open the fridge and I'm like, oh, I gotta get rid of this produce. Just chop it up and throw it into a pan. It's yeah, genius. I'm sure that's what Nikki thought too when she made it for me. <laughs> genius. Nice, nice Bartel. Yeah. That's nice of her. Um, is there any other sporting news you guys want to talk about before we head out? 
There's nothing happening in F1. We still got what two more weeks of this. Yeah, but we've never even talked about there's a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> that is true. That is true. There is a lot, but what do you yeah. mean nothing's happening? We don't know Danny Rick's going. He wants 21 million to get paid out. There's that's true. There is a... what if we do this episode when Braun can't be here and we just <laughs> have an F1 like because okay. I feel bad looking at him awkwardly stare down at his phone. <laughs> it's is it just my like, turn yet? This, this is all it is. Oh, F1 still? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll do, we'll 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 do that, Zach. Yeah, but I, I would absolutely love to talk about. Well, yeah, if we shelve it for one time when Braun can't be here, because mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. The the news around McLaren and it, it's insane. Alpine right? or Alpine yep. with uh, Oscar and yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's crazy out there. It's probably one of the craziest times right now with uh, with everything that's going on. But I know when's, what do they call the it? Next race, silly season. Two two weekends, not this weekend, not next weekend, the weekend after, I believe, right? I think you're right. Yeah, because we're partway. We're partway through the summer break. I'm gonna check that right now. Uh, no, August August 26th the 28th. So. Oh. Yeah, it's a long break, man. Still is two it, more weeks after. This is that because it gets too hot? I don't know. I think they just give all the guys. I mean, like, think about that sport where they're literally traveling like around the world. Like, yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of like Eurocentric stuff, but there's so much travel, so much logistics, and bringing that garage across the world or mm. you know yeah like so i don't know i think that's why like it's just so much travel it's so in, involved i think they just give them a good month off yeah it makes sense and yeah i actually read or i watched this whole thing on how how f1 tracks actually make money and um it's the reason why like if you like i think it's the i don't know like where dubai is that little region yeah, it's always the first race and last three races, right? Like Abu Dhabi, um, you got uh, I think I can't Bahrain. remember the opening one. Yeah, Bar- exactly. Bahrain right, is the opening, yeah. Yeah, and then so they pay for that, right? So they pay extra amount of money, so they get to where they want their where they want the race and in, in the schedule. So it's not like F one creates a schedule. They it's all about where they get paid, right? And I know like Silverstone because it's been in for so long, they pay the least amount of money, right? So. Uh, but well, well that... but Baku, they use Baku as like an example and their tourism and what people even knew what Baku is before F1 has skyrocketed and people have come through and they made a lot of money through it, right? So Yeah, I believe it. I mean it draws in an international crowd and I mean, you know what? There's something about that Abu Dhabi track that it's made for a finale. Like, oh yeah you know what i mean i mean maybe it maybe it's just because we're thinking about last year last year crazy <laughs> it was but the lights like the track the grandstands everything about that place it's made for a finale especially if it comes down to a one race shootout like that was insane oh i agree and the, I, I think all those kind of that region those tracks are, are a good race like even bahrain mm-hmm. is is what is a really good race or a really good track um but yeah i think you're right i think you're you're correct with that with uh it's, it's almost has like the like the Super Bowl effect, right? Yes, it does. There's so much money there. Like everything's fancy. The lights look mm-hmm. good. Like, but Braun, if you if you want to get like a rough and dirty intro to the sport, because like now the more you watch it, kind of the more you realize that uh, Drive to Survive is pretty. It's pretty produced. Like it really is. Yeah. But but if you want an intro that will like that'll actually get you plugged into the sport, 
watch Drive to Survive. Like, just watch the first few episodes. I swear to you, it's so good. It'll it'll plug you right into the story. Drive Drive to Survive. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's, it's so good, man. It, it hooked is me. Incredible. I'll have to find. I mean, you know what? Is it is it a series or what? Yeah, it's a series. Yeah. You do like the last four seasons or something, so you can pick the each season. After each season, they do a documentaries on it, and then they release it before the next year. Okay. Yeah, it's insane, man. Like, I actually think the first couple seasons are better. Like the the newest season kind of covered like the the madness that was last year, but uh, the first few seasons are really good. You get to know the drivers too. It makes it seem more personal. It's, it's nice, yeah. you get to realize it's more than just like whatever the machine is on the track, like. There's so much into it, man. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll check that out for sure. I'll try to yeah. check it out uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, you'll get like two episodes, three episodes in, and you'll be you'll be hooked. Like it's just there's drama to it. Like it's not you know it's it's amazing. I I, mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but I I yeah. swear like you like sports, you'll get hooked into this and the the competitiveness of the drama. I, uh, I might convince the wife to watch it, and if I can, she'd probably like if, it too, man. If I can dangle some kind of betting carrot in front of her, no, you got no, a, you man. got a betting carrot. You can you hold can hang on, in front of her. It'll be fine. Betting on F1 is the best betting out there. The odds on that shit, like I've only won maybe two or three times, and I'm probably about even, right? Because you you make like one or two dollar bets with like two thousand dollar odds. So, um, even like picking the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl is like three hundred and something, like or, or thirteen hundred, something stupid. Um, for Latifi to win a race is like three thousand. So. <laughs> yeah and they're both plausible if like i think it's more plausible for latifi to win the jaguars to win the super bowl that's so funny (laughs) latifi wins i'll do i'll do the next episode on here naked (laughs) don't tempt me with a good time if he wins f1 that is not any race any race oh the f1 he has to win an f1 if any canadian wins the next next four races you're doing it shirtless all right. Well, it's only down to him and Lance Stroll, and they both suck. Well, so. it's only Stroll. So <laughs> down to Latifi's raising for Williams. Anyways, Braun's getting a little, uh, a little antsy. You can tell. No, no, I'm not. You guys keep going. I'm actually, I'm googling uh, golf. I'm, I'm gonna try. To make, <laughs> I'm gonna throw some bets on some golf right now. Nice. Uh, were you bet way? Uh, bet three six five. Yeah, three six five. I. Uh, is that where we're condoning our, our sports betting problems on live on there? Yeah. No, we're just we're pleading for a sponsorship. That's what this is. Yeah. Bet, should send this way, in. Bet Sports three sixty. You know, Bowdog hit us up. Three six five. We lost that one, boys. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I sh- I should get off here though. I've gotta I've gotta hit the hay. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, boys, we will uh, follow up next week. I guess I think the golf's on this weekend, to be honest, or it might be starting tomorrow. I was just trying to find out. Anyway, DJ Tour? I'll, uh, yeah, St. Uh, Saint Jude Championship, FedEx. I'm sure I'll be watching so, it. So uh, I'll watch some of it. You Gord, watch. Uh, Gord will probably be watching that. Either. Yeah, I'll watch it with them. You nice. are watching F1. We're making yeah. this bet, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm you, in. Watch, you have to watch F1. You have to watch Drive to Survive, which is way better. Like to start off with, don't okay. I actually I like F one, so I'm not gonna say way better, but it's it's way better for you to get into. Yeah, I'm in, and we'll oh, cool. uh, we'll discuss some golf betting, Bartel. Maybe we'll put some money yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll put some money through some together, make some some big boy bets. Okay, <laughs> big boy bets. 
Okay. Zach's falling asleep. I am falling asleep. I, yeah. Good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. See ya. Yeah. Cool, cool. How long was that? That was about an hour. Forty-five minutes. I think we managed to make an episode out of nothing, which was yeah. pretty good. I like, know. Really? We didn't talk about no. anything besides like Max Patrick's right injury and a little bit about Vegas. No, boys, this is exactly what I envisioned would happen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. You know why? Because we stopped researching shit, yeah. so we have nothing to talk about. So you don't know stats. Well, there's, so we... there's zero. Like, I I actually like the fact that there's not really pressure. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what? I know it'll get a bit more like there'll be a lot more to talk about mid-season but mm-hmm. these off-season ones are kind of fun because it's just kind of like whatever nothing's happening we'll pick apart one story an episode and then we'll fart around for yeah. 40 minutes like yeah i like it i think we did really well on the f-bombs this episode as well thanks Bartel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, i right. calmed down a yeah, I come down. You were less fired up. <laughs> Man, I, I was fucking pumped, right? It's been a while since the fight. <laughs> yeah, hey. I, yeah, that's exactly. And I'm on testosterone. So. Yeah, I will. Are you on? Oh, stop, Bartel. No, not. It's, it's, it's not injection. It's the last it's thing you need, dude. It's on oral, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's like over-the-counter shit. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like injection shit. It's like over-the-counter. Just It's a booster. It's not like hardcore testosterone. It's totally fine for like, your, your growth. Nothing over there. No, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fight both I'm of you guys at the same you. time. There you go. <laughs> there it is. There it is. You'll beat both of our asses, but I'm pretty fast. I've always been really fast. It's true. I can run. I'm not going to outrun you. There's a faster than you. Well, no, that's all I'll do. I'll no, I'm a faster straight run. line. Because I'm like a gazelle, right? My long legs. Like, I don't look like I run fast, but I get... But like cutting and shit, nah. I can make one cut, maybe two. Oh yeah, I look like the roadrunner. These short little get- getaway sticks just spinning around. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, that's great, boys. That'll pop off the blooper reel. So thanks. Perfect. Perfect. Just what we needed. <laughs>